Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on, On The Clock fans? Welcome to another episode of your On The Clock fellas. Oh, it's a beautiful Monday. I can't wait to get into it. There's so much sports to talk about from Saturday and Sunday. George, say what's up, man. Say hello to the people, man. The people, how are you doing? <laughs> Happy Monday to you. I am pumped. I am too, I'm man. pumped. I am too. We got a lot to talk about. We got so much to cover from Saturday to Sunday. I mean, let alone Saturday was just a Florida uh, overload with you, the Tampa Bay Lightning playing, the Miami Heat playing, my Miami Hurricanes playing. So we have to talk about the NBA bubble. We got to talk about future quarterbacks that made an impression from the Chargers and the Chiefs. We have major comebacks that happen this weekend. Folks, you don't want to go anywhere. We got so much to talk about. I want to go in order, but I'm probably not going to do it today. So I'm just going to let you know. Sit in your seats. If you're riding to work, enjoy the show, man. You're on the clock. What's going on, George, man? How are you? How's the family? How's everybody doing? It's all going well. I'm a little sore this Monday morning, man. I've uh, been packing and moving over the weekend. I closed yeah. the house last week. Congratulations. So appreciate it. So, yeah. you know, been packing the truck in and moving and going from A to B, plus two, maximum effort, as we tell our boys. <laughs> but uh, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I oh, bet, you, man. How was your weekend? It was I, good I for me. You had a different kind of weekend with yeah. you. Your hurricanes into you. <laughs> All of a sudden, y'all back. Yeah, I did. 40, 47 points. I, I want to ask you, though, why, why did you hire somebody to, to, to move the house for you? You don't want to do that? So we got movers to move, like, the big furniture stuff. But <laughs> all the boxes. The little... The, the the little stuff and not even not even all the boxes because we, we move probably probably about a third of the boxes. I just want to get some stuff out the house, get out the way. You know, garage stuff. I want right. to move it in there. Okay. Uh, no movers are coming in this this weekend coming up and they're moving all the the heavy lifting stuff. I'm just going to supervise. Well, you with you, I, I hate to say it, but every weekend does. I'm not. I don't know why I'm not working as hard as you, but every week I'm not. The only thing I did this weekend, I had a a great freaking time. Uh, and you have to go to this place, George. I took my kids for their birthday party. Now, listeners don't know, but all my kids' birthdays are in September. It's a pain in the ass. It's not exactly easy to deal with. I mean, but all of them are, I mean, September 13th, September 17th, and then September 24th. And we've decided, you know, we were like, okay, well, every year, you know, we do something a little bit different. So, like, last year we did it separately. That was chaotic. This year it falls on the, we're grouping them. So we're like, okay, let's group them. So I took them all to a place in Wesley Chapel called the main event. If you have not been there, George, you got to go to the main event. It's legit? Bro, it is legit. First of all, it's not even the fact of the video games or anything else like that. What made this place awesome was the four people that attended and helped us um, with the birthday parties. So if you, if the listeners, if you don't know, start booking main event. It's only like two months, three months opened here in the area, but it's all over the place as far as United States. You know, when you book a birthday party, which again, my son Jordan turned 13, so of course he's not going to want to do what the nine, what the 10-year-old and the 9-year-old want to do, right? Because, you know, he got a little bit older right. crowd. Yeah, he's, he's a little older. So they separated the party, and they were like, look, 13-year-olds, you go over here. You got all-access party over here for 13-year-olds, which includes bowling, laser tag, uh, zipline repelling uh, in, the, in the building. Like, they're doing it across... 
the video games. It's it's ridiculous. It's freaking awesome. Then you get That's like dope. yeah, then you get like three hours of freaking unlimited video games on this card. It costs a pretty penny now. Don't get me wrong. And then the little kiddos, same deal, except a little bit a little bit shorter time, I guess you would say. But the biggest thing about it was I didn't have to do nothing. These four That's people, the part. bro. This there was Caitlin, there was Ashley, there was Moni, and there was Cameron. Cameron is my guy. Cameron, he he dealt with just strictly the food, right? So he's he's the food guy. Then the other three, they they literally take the kids. We don't have to do anything. They're like, hey, party, join us, party. Come on with me. We're going to laser tag, and then they go play laser tag with them. And then they took them to the zip lining. <laughs> and they I do it all. I sat back <laughs> and just <laughs> ate cake. <laughs> drink freaking fruit punch and just enjoyed myself so that's what we did this weekend and then of course at the main event while everybody was playing laser tag and on their four hour thing i got to watch nothing but sports all day because they have 15 giant screens oh man everything is it's, I mean, a man's, it's a man's place it was literally like the matrix and i'm just downloading all this code because there was so many freaking sports shows going on right there. It was I got there one thirty. I left at nine thirty halftime of the Miami Hurricane game, and tried to zip home real quick before before halftime was over. Uh, but it was dope, man. It was dope. Lots of going on, man. Yeah, man. It was uh, very exciting. It, I know you were talking about dope. Did you <laughs> hear about your boy? Oh man, if you're talking little Bronny, man, I don't think anybody didn't hear about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man. So little little Bronny James, LeBron James' son, was on Instagram. Social media is the worst thing in the world. It is, man. Nothing good happens from social media. It doesn't. Little Bronny James was on social media, his own IG account, smoking dope, smoking weed. Bro. How man? I mean, come on, Bronny. Your dad is LeBron James, right? <laughs> I know he had to talk with you. You've had ninety million dollars since you came out the womb. You gonna sit there and gonna smoke some weed? Get the bro. Can you, can you imagine when I can't believe it? I can't when, believe you it. when LeBron gets the call? He did oh, what? What did he do? He you smoked. Know what? what? <laughs> here's here's a conspiracy theory. Okay. The Denver Nuggets shipped weed <laughs> to Bronny's house to get LeBron to leave the bubble so they have a chance. There you go. There that's my it is. Take. There's it. That's the that's it. Happy birthday, kiddo. It's <laughs> the only way. Love it Denver. Is the only way. And you know what's funny? You know what's funny about that that conspiracy theory? It's Denver, Colorado. I know. Weed's legal. You know what I mean? Like that's that is such a it's funny conspiracy true. theory. Yo, send this kid some weed so LeBron can go home. We got to cause some controversy now. E- either way, man, to smoke it and then film it on social media like you're some average kid. You'll never be average. Anything you never. ever do from here on out will not only reflect on you, but your father as well. Especially when your father has been nothing but an example of what a athlete needs to be today. I mean, for Christ's sake, he opened up a freaking school, bro. You open up a school. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that press conference? So, LeBron, <laughs> you just won the NBA Finals, right? But let's talk about your son smoking weed. Can, can we get a comment from you? No, you know what they're gonna do. You know they're gonna do. Hey, LeBron James, you just won the NBA Finals. What's the first thing you're doing? I have to go home and talk to Bronny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not going to Disney yeah, World. If, you're you're in <laughs> already, but no, 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 we got to back to LA, right? Or I'd have Bronny flown out to the bubble. 
sneak out Ronnie, the bubble and beat him. And t- <laughs> like, what Ronnie were you thinking? Ronnie's friends are screwed. Oh yeah, you know LeBron James is going down a checklist. Oh yeah, but who did it? Who did it? Of course, of course. And then then comes all the the well, we got to piss test Bronny before his basketball games because oh, we don't know how week, high he is. Yeah, man, week. it's messed up, man. Bronny's got to make better Listen. decisions, especially for his, since his father is the freaking king of the NBA. You know what I mean? LeBron, if you listen to the show, it was the Nuggets. <laughs> It was Look no further. It was the Denver Nuggets yep. trying to sabotage your NBA Finals championship. Right. That's that's you what it was here on yeah. the Pac Radio. We and we predict stuff here, so you never know. <laughs> how would you? How did your guys do uh, Saturday? Because my guys, dun, 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 we look like the Hurricanes. <laughs> oh boy, here goes the. We're back. No, nope, nope, nope. Not saying we're back. Nope. Well, not saying we're back. Not at all. We we clearly can't stop the stretch play. <laughs> Louisville, Louisville, <laughs> Louisville read the stretch play. It had to be like seventy times. We stopped it twice, probably. Um, I'm exaggerating, but uh, it was great but for you. Me. Got yourself a quarterback. It looks like you got yourself a quarterback. Yeah, finally. man. He's gonna be. He's got to go in the first round. He's that good. Oh, he's first round talent. He's a first round draft pick talent. Wow. I'm not saying number one pick. He. There's no way you don't get this kid in the first round. I saw him do a 30-yard out route, put it on the money. It broke the sound barrier on the way over there. <laughs> if you guys felt the sound barrier on Saturday night, it was because of him. But It wasn't, it wasn't the hurricane in California. Not at all. Not the fires nope, in nope, Cali either. Nope. No. It was it was it was Miami Hurricanes right. quarterback throwing a throwing a bomb. Yep. De'Aaron King, man. He, he, Thirty yard out route. Bro, he he looked good. He ran the ball, made good decisions. Louisville blew coverage, which you know just helps us. So that's even better. Um, Makes it easier to oh, absolutely, out. <laughs> absolutely. So it was great, man. Hurricanes look good. The Tampa Bay Lightning. I know you were following them. Jesus, what happened, bro? What happened? Disappointed. Disappointed. They they went down four to one against the the Dallas Stars in the Stanley Cup Finals, and we're just gonna take the one to the chin. Do you, do you think Dallas is that good though? You think Dallas Stars are that good? They've been they've been coming up for years now, but geez, four to one. If you lose four to one hockey, that's that's like the equivalent of fifty five zero in a high school game. <laughs> I don't know if it's that serious. Jesus, four to one? I don't know. But uh yeah, it was it was a tough night for sure for the lightning. I think they'll rebound. I still think they win the Stanley Cup. It's just gonna take them an extra game than it would have. <laughs> so what are you calling it in seven or what? No, I'm calling it six. I think it's four two. Four two. Really? Win. Yeah. Okay. The way they were looking out, they looked tired. They did look tired. Yeah, they look like they were they, they've been beaten up on a little bit. Well, I mean, you know, I, I think they get this from being rested. It, it, it's that one one of those things where you sit around too long to play a game and, and, and you come out a little slow. You come out a little sluggish. So I, I think they got the wake up calls they needed. I think they'll be they'll be they'll be on track for game two and I think they win the series four games to two. They better, man, because it would be great for the city again to have a Stanley Cup come home and, and let us celebrate a little bit. You know what I mean? Which, by the way, I want to give you another fun fact. I always like to give you fun facts on our podcast. I, I know you do, man. You don't miss it. When my Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers make the playoffs, not the Super Bowl, the playoffs, it'll be the first time in Tampa history that all three major sports teams make the postseason. The Lightning, 
the Rays, who've already clinched. Yes. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That has never happened. Didn't Orlando Magic make it as well? Orlando. So you can throw Orlando in if you want to. Yeah, but we're just talking Tampa Tampa team. Yeah, yeah. We're just talking about Tampa teams. Uh, It'll be the first time that all three major sports teams in Tampa make the playoffs. That's pretty dope, man. It's 2020, baby. Anything can happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's about time Tampa did it because Boston's (laughs) been doing it for years. (laughs) Celtics, Patriots, you know what I mean? They've been doing it for years, man. Um, Yeah, you know, for for other cities, it's it's a normal thing. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. For Tampa, this is is new. Yeah. Unless you're in Dallas. Unless you're in Dallas. Well, your your Tampa Bucks, they look pretty good yesterday. We just like we predicted, they were gonna roll right through the Panthers. They they put a butt whooping on 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 the Panthers for sure. They sure did. Brady. Brady looked good, throwing early to Mike Evans. They were clearing up any any dysfunction they had. It also helped Chris Godwin didn't play. Chris Godwin was out with a concussion. I know we talked about it on, on the Thursday show where he was in that concussion protocol. He ended up being ruled out for the game. And Mike Evans had to step up, and he delivered. He did, man. Mike looked good, too. Mike looked, Mike looked I don't know, juvenated or rejuvenated. I don't know what you want to say that, but he just, he looked like, okay, he was, he was upset. yeah, ready to I play. he looked upset. Yeah. yeah, I think he was ready to play. I think, I think the Bucks finally found the running back for net. Oh yeah, Broke, Jesus! Uh, a nice run there at the end in the clutch. Yeah. So here's here's another fun fact. Oh, good morning. That I want to provide to you. Yes. I'm full. Of, uh, I'm full of fun facts on this <laughs> on this Monday. Another Monday, wrong day. September twenty second podcast. Did you know that the Bucks had a one hundred yard rusher? For the first time in three years. No, I have not. Martin was the last one, wasn't he? Doug Martin was the last one, and it was a long time ago. It was. Um, Leonard Fournette, 12 carries. Only 12 carries. Jesus. But young man had 103 yards rushing. Yep, he sure did. That's a lot of rushing yards on only 12 carries. (laughs) Average just over 8.5 yards a carry. Um, As long as one was was the one we needed it to be. It was 46 yards to, to, to seal the game. At the end, that was his second touchdown of the day. Yeah. Can I also tell you that a Buccaneer running back has not had two touchdowns in a game in over five years? Jesus Christ. It's been a long time since we had a running back in Tampa. Now we have a quarterback. <laughs> now we have a running back. And and surprisingly enough, the thing that get overshadowed is our defense. They played great. Our defense played great. They had two interceptions, forced a fumble, recovered it, held Chris McCaffrey in check. Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, he threw for 300 yards, but it's one of those things where it's it's a little inflated because the, the Bucs were playing a lot of prevent defense there in the in the fourth quarter, and, and Teddy went on a 70-yard drive, and he got a lot of yards in that 70-yard drive, um, passing the ball through the air. The game, the game I want to ask you about, did you watch the Dallas Cowboys-Atlanta Falcon debacle? I know. Did you see bro, how that went down? Bro, I have an Atlanta Falcon uh, friend who literally lost it online yesterday, live on Facebook, watching that damn game. I've never seen I, – I guess the Falcons are just used to it. This head coach is going to get fired. Oh, he's he's going to get fired. You're going to get fired. For, for the fans that might have missed it, I'm going to fast forward for you. Cowboys are down by two. They just scored a touchdown to be down by two. They're going to onside kick. Now, they don't even put the ball on the tee. The ball is laying sideways on the ground for a visual. It's unbelievable. And and the kicker 
kicks the silo ball so it just makes it spin. Oh my god. And it has to be the slowest <laughs> spinning football that it that needs to travel. So for the Cowboys, again, for, for those fans that may not follow football, the ball has to travel 10 yards. Yep. In order to be recovered by the kicking team. Right. The team that's recovering the ball, so the, the kick return team, so the, in this situation, the Falcons, can pick it up whenever they want to. Yes. Whenever they want to. During the 10-yard slow roll, at any point, Atlanta can pick it up. The Cowboys have to wait for it to cross 10 yards. What? Why, as this slow ball is spinning around, it takes forever. I could have had a beer, a barbecue. I could have oh, yeah. chicken. We could have filed our taxes. Yeah. I could have filed my taxes. I could have watched photo film from our opponent this week. This I could have done it all. It was ridiculous. Okay. They clearly didn't do special watched, teams. And then watch the ball cross the 10-yard oh line. So <laughs> the ball crosses the 10-yard line. And so part two of onside kick is, you know, if you're Atlanta, you're taking out the guys that are trying to recover it. No. Atlanta wanted to play the game of everybody's got cooties. Let's not touch them. And let's not touch it's, nobody. It's COVID-19. It's the, COVID-19. We got to maintain The ball had COVID. Business. They didn't spray it with hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the, it's ridiculous. The ball had man. COVID. The Cowboys had COVID. We couldn't. We were Atlanta Falcons were six feet away from everybody, including the football. Bro, at so, one point in the game, Atlanta is leading twenty to zero in the first. It's an ass whooping out the gate. How you let them creep back in and then you bust it on a special teams play will drive anybody insane. They were down crazy. seventeen. They were down seventeen with four and a half minutes to go. Right. How? How does this work? So, so again, you know, back to the onside kick. The Cowboys recover it off of the slow spinning ball, drive down the field, and they win the game. They win the game on a field goal. How long is this coach going to be here? Let's, let's, let's just get to it. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, first of all. You can't keep busting up being, comebacks I'm like Dan this. Quinn, the only way I buy myself some weeks is I got to fire the special teams coordinator right now. <sighs> I gotta fire him right now. Bro, or Dak, next. Dak next. Prescott went 34 for 47 and 450 oh, yards. Are you are you kidding me? Well, and, and again, let's remind the, the fans. Dan Quinn is a defensive specialist. Right. He came from the Pete Carroll coaching tree. And that's why I say, how long is he gonna be here? Because you're giving up these comebacks like like it's candy. <laughs> I mean, they allow Russell Wilson to throw for five touchdowns and torch him. Now they allow Dak to throw for a ton of yards and a ton of touchdowns and come back and beat them. You know, wasn't he the head coach in the Super Bowl as well? He was the one that that lost a twenty-eight to three game that the Patriots came back to win. (laughs) So you're just you're just giving either he's either the bet either the fix is in either the fix is in and he's getting a piece of the pie or he doesn't know how to close the game. You don't know how to close the game, right? He's not a closer. That's a culture thing. So I just feel bad for Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. I feel those two guys have been wasted in their careers. You have a generational talent in Julio Jones, and he's got nothing. And he, he's and he's gonna stay there, man. That's what's crazy. Like, and I'm all for I'm all for staying with your teams and stuff. Coaches got to go at some point. Um, I don't know. Matt Ryan's got to go because they scored well, zero Matt points Ryan, in the third quarter. Matt Ryan's been a four five thousand yard thrower consistently for years. 
Oh, yeah, he's a gunslinger. There's no doubt about that, but he can't close the games. No, that I do agree with. It was it was shocking to see this uh this comeback. However, this new outside kick, I may have to keep that in my back pocket for high school football. Put the ball on the ground, let it spin around. Un- That's a great idea. Un- great idea. Believable to see these guys just watch a spinning football for ten yards. <laughs> Grown men that pay bills and taxes <laughs> watching this freaking ball spin around. Jesus, they haven't played the game. The, the only comeback that I really did like was 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 uh, oh, Kansas yeah. City and the Chargers, man. If anybody watched Listen. that, man, Herbert is the man. He's he's the future over there, bro. He really is. So, so I agree. I, I think he played really, really well. However, I also think the Chargers may have created a blueprint on how to slow down this Kansas City offense. Yeah, Tyreek Hill didn't have a catch. In this game, until late in the third quarter. Yeah, it was a defensive. It was a nice defensive, play. but again, Kansas City just looked off to me. Like I don't know if it was because they had to travel all the way to California or whatever. I don't know what it was, but they looked, they did look sluggish. You know what I mean? And again, think think about this for a second. For four quarters, in the first quarter, Chargers are leading seven zero. It goes to the second quarter, seven six Chiefs. Right, and then three, three. Like these, it's like this is how many points are being scored in the quarter. Like it's just back being and forth, slow, back and, forth, back and forth. Yeah, both were really sluggish. I was really impressed with Justin's four yard run and tough and taking some hits. I love how he came into the game. He played, um, and especially when we find out at pregame warm up that freaking Tyrod Taylor's yeah. ribs are bruised. So the kid comes in, goes twenty two for thirty three, three hundred eleven yards. He did throw a pick. He's on the learning curve, but again, if this is the future for the Chargers, they're in good hands right in now. There with Patrick Mahomes, that's not a bad day. Yeah, because Keenan Allen also was killing it yesterday. He balled out. Oh he my balled god! Out. Oh my god! He really wanted to win that that game yesterday, especially when he wasn't listed in the top. What was it top twenty five wide yeah, receiver groups? He's remember still, he's, he's on a he's on a mission to prove that he was a top receiver. Yeah, he he was man, and and Mahomes. Again, that kid's just freaking special. I, I saw him pick up. It was third and 24 or third and 20. And this kid runs for 21 yards to pick up the first down. Now, I don't, I know bust, it was a bad defense, a bust on them. But kudos to this kid to, to get down the field, understand, recognize the defense. And just like you're just looking at this like, God, you love to hate him. But, man, he is such a phenomenal. He is, man. It's hard to really, really hate on that guy. Joe Burrow from Thursday night impressed me. I thought he was oh doing boy. good. He's just in the he best situation. 60 passes. <laughs> Man, there's 60 passes. And he ran for like 180 yards backwards because he was running for his life half the goddamn yeah. game. Oh, 37 man. for 61 passes, man. Yeah, 316. Now, he, he was running for his life, though. The one guy you got to show love, the kicker. For KC? For KC. So not only so. Have you seen him? I don't know if you saw it. I don't know if you saw it. You see a specimen? He first? He looks like oh, no, he, he's, he's, he looks he's like legit. a model. Like he looks like a, a freaking, you know what I'm saying? He's legit. Yeah. He's a truck model. So probably going to test it for steroids as, as we speak now. You kick 358 yard field goals. Yeah. You you got some, yeah, you got some so, steroids. So he kicks a first field goal. Timeout. Kicks a second field goal. False start. Moves it from 53 yep. to 58. <laughs> It is a 58-yard field goal to win the game. No pressure. Nailed it. 
Wasn't even, wasn't Down even the middle of the pipe. Yeah, it wasn't even that close to being good from sixty five because it hit the back of the net. You, you hit think the back of the net with no problem. I said the same thing when I saw. It. I was like, "Yo, this, did he have another like ten yards on that? Five yards on that? Like, there's that's a lot of leg, man. He kicked the crap out of that ball. He did. He did. Now the game I want to talk to you about that. Quite honestly, I'm, I'm scratching my head on how this ended. Okay, the game that was back and forth the whole night. Seattle, New England. Great game. New England came in this game. Yeah. Which, again, I love to throw stats at you. So I'm going to throw you another fun fact. Right. Tonight was the first time New England has not been the favorite in over two and a half years. Yeah. I mean, it is expected. They were... They were a four-point underdog going into this game. Right. Facing off against the hot Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. And this game didn't disappoint. It was a lot of back and forth. Again, Russell Wilson is looking like an early, early MVP candidate. Yep. Sure is. He He threw five against Atlanta. He threw five against a very, very good New England defense. Cam didn't disappoint. Yeah, he, he he he. I'm impressed with Cam Newton and what Josh McDaniels is doing with him. I really am. This lets me know it's a lot of good coaching going on. Thirty for forty four, three ninety seven. I mean, don't get me wrong. Russell's five touchdowns trumps that. So like it's you know his five touchdowns. Five, are but Cam almost had five hundred yards of total offense by himself. Yeah, by himself. Yeah, because he rushed for two touchdowns, didn't he? Yeah, he rushed for two. Had about fifty yards rushing as well. Not a bad day. I mean, at the it job. was. <laughs> but now I'm a, I'm a fast forward in the game. I'm gonna take it to the last play of the game. We right. We we watched this last night while we were on the phone talking about the podcast and what we're gonna talk about. And right. We watched this live happen. <laughs> you got Cam Newton on the one yard line. Yeah, man. Three seconds left. And you're telling me you're going to put him in a shotgun yeah. four yards deep. We all know what the play is. Direct him to Cam. Yeah. Off. You're going to pick left or right side, whatever side you want to, based right. on the line. And he's short. He actually loses two yards. I well, don't. What I, would you have done in that situation there? Bro, well, he's, I'm going to put you on the clock here. What do you do in this situation? You're on the one yard oh, line. You, you already you got know. Cam Newton. What are you doing? He's going into the center. I am not going to stand my quarterback. Four yards back when I only got to go one yard. And again, I don't need to go the full yard. I just need the tip of the ball to touch somewhat of the paint of that goal line, and we're good to go. <laughs> somewhere somewhere that, in America, someone's saying that's what she said. So, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. That's yeah, so, you're yeah. right. That was somewhere good. in America. Yeah. Our podcast is listening to it 45 but, uh, states bum, right bum. now. We're very well done. Well done. <laughs> but no, I, I, under center, he's 6'7". Get on the center. You put he's gonna push the crap out of that that center anyway if he wants to go that way. I told you if I'm them, I put him on the center. We jump over because all I need you to do is jump over and just let touch the line. You, you can literally land in the same spot you just jump from. Just touch the freaking the line. Let, do. Touchdown. We're good to go. So putting him in shotgun was, in my opinion, a, a horrible, horrible call. Again, it does show promise with with New England that. I was impri- I've never seen Cam Newton go down the field in a minute and a half I in agree. a tight ball game. I've he never seen good. him do he it. Good. 
he Especially did. with uh, with quote unquote no receivers. Right. He he looked he looked really good. I know though that one Edelman that he dropped. Oh, Damn. that was touchdown. Yeah, that was that was a touchdown. That was ball back game short right fade, middle of the yeah. field. If he was an inch taller, he would have caught it. Oh yeah, absolutely. But it was good to see Cam, and it, it, it lets me know that they're going to be freaking. This is going to be a hard he, team to to beat in the post game, man. He's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. the Patriots. The Patriots will get better week in and week out yep. as they continue to learn better ways to use Cam. The only thing I'm concerned about is the rushing. That's the yeah, only he's running, thing. He's running a ball a lot. His durability is a kind of question. 16 games is a lot to do this with. You're going to have to find some type of running game. Now, again, I know James White. I know you heard about his father being passing yeah. away. So he was inactive for the game. So Sad I had to hear. Yep. Prayers with him and his family. Condolences, man. So I, um, I understand that. But for 16 games, Cam Newton cannot keep that up. He can't. There's yeah. no way. I mean, if you're going to get little dodge no and dinks here and slide every once in a while, that's fine. But these, these, these design runs for him, it's going to take a toll. These are grown men that he's playing against. It's going to take a toll after a while. And he's going to reactivate that shoulder or something or a calf or, or back or something because he's taking some shots here. He really is, he is. man. Yeah, it, it's, it's no bueno. Speaking of shots, I guess the Lakers, the Lakers go, go ahead, ahead and, and say it. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. The Lakers beat the Nuggets at a buzzer beater. Anthony Davis. Buzzer beater. At for three to win the game of game two to go up two zero on the Denver Nuggets, which by the way, I'm living and dying with that. You know what I mean? Like as a coach, I'm living and dying with it. Yeah, you I, have to. I didn't know the seven footer was going to hit it. <laughs> like, hey, I had no clue. We contested it. We played good defense. What do you want me to do? Um, I'm okay with that. I think the Nuggets played a lot better this game. Um, they, they did. did. They did. They they seem to have gotten a rhythm. So. That list, <laughs> let me tell you something. It's to be a you Lakers better not go up 3-0 and these guys come back and win it. <laughs> you better not do it. Because <laughs> they're starting oh, to figure out boy. the Lakers a little bit. It takes them a little while, but they seem to, okay, let's figure them out and, and wear them out a little bit. So they look good. Yeah, the, the Nuggets seem to be a team all about adjustments. They, they predicate what they do. Everything is on adjustments because you see them game in and game out get a little better get a little better, and then they hit a stride where they, they, they got to figure it out. And then they just run these games on you, and all of a sudden you're up 3-1. Listen, no amount of games besides a 4-0 or being up four games is enough against the Nuggets because they've shown back-to-back series when their backs are against a wall, 3-1, to they will find a way to come back. They do, man. They catch you in this comfortable zone that you get in, and then Boom! They go on this it? run, so it's it's gonna be interesting. I, I do. I know. I know you don't notice, but I, I shaved, and the reason why I shaved, you did shave, you did shave, yeah. And I know why. I, I I know why. It sucks, man. If you listen to the podcast, I was on a nose shaving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like not gonna shave until the heat lost, and unfortunately, it my guys happened. lost, man. We, it happened. It did, man. And I tell you what, you know what sucks about this is we allowed, they said, 36 in-the-paint points, the most we've ever given up in any of the series before. So I don't know wow. what defense we tried out, but we don't need to do that again. <laughs> we do not need to do that well, again at all. And I agree with that, but, I mean, you're still 10-2 in the playoffs. Yeah, but that means nothing if we don't get to the finals. Agreed. We need to get to the finals. We need, we need to make it there. There's too many people... 
on our backs right now. <laughs> we we got to do we got to do this. We got to get there, man. So it doesn't mean much, but I mean, being up two one is okay, I guess. I just oh, man, it was a good 3-0 game. Sounds so much better. Oh, it really does. Three because if if it's three zero, like sweep. Oh, I know you bring out the brooms. Oh and, my god, and the beard. The beard is gonna be down to the shirt. It's, <laughs> I'm like ZZ Top. They're going to start calling you the Cuban Santa Claus. Oh, I'm telling you, man, because I'm not. If Jimmy Butler's going to look that that rough, I'm going to look that rough. Yeah, you got to follow your man. I'm not doing it. That is a that is a superstar. Now, here's a question, and I saw this all over social media. Yeah. All over the weekend. I'll put you on the clock here. Is Jimmy Butler a superstar? Yeah, he he's always been a superstar, but he's not. He's not going to be in the top five of the NBA. You know what I mean? Top ten? Yeah, I would. I would probably put him in top ten. And I'm saying lower, lower eight, nine, or ten. Like eight, eight, nine, ten. There. Yeah, yeah, somewhere down there. He's he's definitely somebody you got to worry about. He's definitely somebody you got to plan for. He's not someone you could just take lightly. And the way he's been playing in the bubble, he definitely showed that he could take over a fourth quarter to to help you win it. You know what I mean? Um, but he, I don't. I don't know, man. That's a that's a good question. I mean, he's he's even when he was with Chicago, he was, you know, considered a very very good player. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'll be interested to see how he does here. I think he's in the top ten for sure. I have him seven, eight ish on my personal rankings. Yeah, somewhere around there, right? Like that's fair, right? I don't want anybody to think we're not being fair. I think an NBA Finals trip. Starts to cement that a little bit more, solidify that top 10 ranking for sure. Maybe put him in the top six of, of players across the league, but we'll see. We definitely will, man. And I wanted to talk to you about something else. Injuries around this weekend that happened. Oh, there was so was, many that uh, happened. Uh, a huge ones. You know what I mean? Uh, for instance, 49ers lost a lot. In, in, Their entire team. Pretty much, it was like, pretty much. It was like I, I, feel, I feel like on Sunday... All I saw was 49er player carted off. And I go, oh, it's the same one. No, no, different guy. Different guy being carted off this, this day. I feel like 49ers like, lost like seven players yeah, they, on Sunday. Yeah, they lost Nick Bosa. Uh, I think they lost Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know, man. And I, I think Raheem Morset was uh, – yeah, yeah, was a, also, I mean, bro, what are they <laughs> – the 49ers – and they still won the game convincingly. You know what I'm saying? So kudos to who their backups are. But they lost it. Not to mention, man, another injury was freaking, um, what's the guy, man? Saquon. Saquon Barkley, man. Yo, torn ACL. Or at least that's that what they're hurts. fearing. They're fearing. Yes, that hurts. That hurts. I know I know that's going to hurt fantasy football owners yeah. across the country. You know, the Giants are going to be devastated. I mean, this is a generational type of talent. He's shut down for... The next 18 months. Yeah, pretty much. Now. Yeah. But, but before you give your 49ers too much credit. Okay. Ooh. They played the Jets. Yeah, the but. Jets, the Jets are competing with the Dolphins for tank for. Oh, no, they're not tanking no more. Never yeah. Mind. yeah. They're not tanking. <laughs> the Jets are tanking to try to pick up Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> they're they're losing every game by a lot. No way. You think so? There's no way. There's no way that the Jets with. With the 49ers having pretty much a third of their team mm-hmm. on a cart somewhere, 
<laughs> being evaluated for some season-ending injury. Right. And they get dominated 31-17. Yes. There's no way. What do you mean? You're, they're you that bad? That you think bad. They're, they're probably... <laughs> <laughs> they probably are that bad. You know what I mean? They, maybe they are. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. The Jets I, are the laughing stock. <laughs> there, there are two teams in the NFL for me that are the laughing stocks in the NFL. The Jets uh-huh. and the Browns. Yo, the Browns, you know, I think they're a quarterback they away, not, man. Listen, they, they got a receiver that likes to get pooped on. Oh, my God. We're gonna We're going there. <laughs> They got a quarterback who doesn't know who he is. Yeah, well, that's. Or, I feel bad for the guy, Jarvis Landry. Oh, my God. Because I like Jarvis Landry. I do a lot. too. He just wants to work. He just works. He does he, his job. He, he should have never left team. Miami. He should never left Miami. This is what you get. Now you got a poop <laughs> freaking <laughs> wide receiver brother that you freaking went to school with. Now, now he's getting text messages from Odell saying, "Hey, bro, I just got pooped. Do you want to be next?" Bro, that's gross, man. Like that's what they're worried about. We never, we never that's even addressed it, man. We never even talked about that whole situation. <laughs> but I tell you what, man, oh, he, man, it's a it's a two way street with that little situation with Odell. Okay, we never talked about it, but we'll, I guess There's we're gonna no br- two way street. There's only one way, bro. Street. No, that, like that is he either he either a sent the text messages like, "Yo, let me see the videos and you do this, blah blah blah," just to see if she do it, or b. He's really that messed up. I'm trying to I'm give him the benefit of the doubt with, that he's just going to be like, yo, I'll just try to see what she do. No, no. Odell's messed up. <laughs> bro, there's... The, Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I don't even want to go into this for the listeners, bro, but there's no... <laughs> there's, there's I no, mean... Do you know what the no act way. of what... Everybody knows what you're doing when you go to the bathroom, <laughs> but that's going to be a person of there. Like, there's no... I, I don't know, man. I don't even want to get into that. Whole mess because oh he, he needs Jesus he needs help he's never now, been right since he you, caught that ball one handed now, now, <laughs> that changed everything yeah once he did that his you know whole why? you know why you know why it all changed what is that is that one catch pooped on the damn DB it Here was so go. good you couldn't you couldn't so good you couldn't <laughs> wait to just put these little <laughs> little nicks here for this dude you know what I mean like come I on, know man. why the Giants got rid of him. Bro, <laughs> You think somebody now found out? Tom hey, Coughlin yeah. was like, oh, God, we got to get rid of this kid. Why? He's we pooping on people. No, he, he is a media liability, my friend. He <laughs> no likes way. to get pooped on. Sit no. in Cleveland. God. Oh, the, Cleveland they're, Browns. They're, oh, they're that's so the, messed up. I, didn't, I just saw what you did there. I just saw what you did there. Send him to Cleveland with the Browns. I see what you just did there. Oh, that's messed up, man. That's so gross. That's so, oh, God. That's vile. Could you imagine that? Hey. Like, how does that conversation even get a hold of like, hey, how you doing? I'm good. Hey, listen, I'm going to take you to Taco Bell later. Okay. We're going to go go get some Mexican food out of here. Uh, can you eat spicy? Oh, no, that's perfect. I'm glad you can't. Mind because you. I got my chest later that I want, you to, <laughs> I, want you, I want you to sit on. I don't know if you've seen this, but I don't even have any chest hair. So... <laughs> and let you guess why? Yeah, it's completely fine, bro. Just get some baby wipes. Like that's that's that, to me that just seems extreme. I think I think Odell was just you know oh, I'm just doing to see what you would do. You know what I'm saying? There's no way this is for real because the girl is a, I guess she is the mother of some rapper or Chief Keith or whatever. So he was probably just trying to show the boys like, oh God, look what I can make her do. Because I refuse to believe somebody's into that. <laughs> I do, man. I don't. I don't believe. I'm it. sure it's been worse. I'm sure it's been worse. Yeah, yeah. It, it has to be. It really has to be. But 
going back to a couple of questions I had asked for you, man. So going forward, is your Bucks on the right page now? I know it's just Carolina, but your stat seems to be true so far this week with him losing the whole opener. He looked because he looked sharp. He looked very, he looked sharp. very sharp. He looked sharp. Uh, the schedule sets up nice. We we go to Denver, and Drew right. Lock got hurt. He hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Yep. So they're, another, they're probably going to be without him this week. Yep. So the Bucks are going to be probably favored, favored in that game. And then as you kind of continue forward, you know, a, a, an exciting game that I think will be interesting to see is the Chargers come down to Tampa. That'll be the first game that we have fans present. That's weird. Is that around the league or is it just for Tampa? No, it's just for Tampa. Each each stadium has their own guidelines as far as when they're allowing fans. For Tampa, it's going to be that game against the Chargers. So the Chargers are making that trip across the country, basically. Wow. For that game. And then we get the Bears on a Thursday night football. We go to Chicago against Mitch. I can't throw a ball at Trubisky. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah, I know you so are. The Bucks, the Bucks have the opportunity to win three in a row. They really do, man. As they as they hit into the Packers, that's the that that Packer game in week six is gonna be an epic matchup. You got Rodgers, Brady, yeah. that that high octane offense that the Packers are putting out right now. Right. I mean, Aaron Jones ran for another hundred yards, broke a seventy five yard run today. They seem to be kind of clicking on all cylinders as well. It'll be it'll be a nice nice game to see. You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I, I know the NFL doesn't do their flex scheduling till later in the year, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be surprised if they try to move that game to like an eight o'clock type of game and put it I on would, time TV. I would because I'll tell you what, Aaron Rodgers is playing like a madman right now. He is. He's playing now. I am. <laughs> I hate to say it, I but he's glad, he's playing like his job's on the line. <laughs> I am glad this game is being played in in Tampa. Versus in Wisconsin. Why is that? It makes a big difference. The Bucks traditionally in the past have not played very well in Green Bay. I don't think anybody I don't, does. Know what it is. I don't think anybody traditionally has played great in Green Bay. I don't know why. We have it's like I don't know, Green Bay, that stadium, I don't know. It may be cold that day also in Green Bay. You know the weather what's gonna be like. I'm just glad we're not there. I do too, man. I, and I'll tell you what, man. We'll, we'll see. I think that's going to be a great game. Your defense is playing like lights out right now. So, again, it's only second game. We're going to see how this carries on. But Rodgers, to me, is is on a man to prove that they don't need the backup Jordan Love because I'm pretty sure he feels that if he has one bad game, the the fans are going to yeah they're going to call for the switch, man, which will be unfortunate. Which, well, it, it'll work out for you because if they do do that and Brady leaves, then I'm sure. I'm sure you guys oh, go after yeah. Aaron. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring Aaron Rodgers to Tampa, baby. Oh, God. I and when, said that by the way, when the you year. talk to Tom Brady. When after you, we're done. When you talk to old Brady. Rodgers, come on down. When you get done with that, you talk to Tom Brady for me and let him ask him, why is he not targeting Gronk? I got Gronk on fantasy football, and Gronk ain't got why. nothing. I'm going to tell you why right now. I don't even have to ask him. Gronk is washed up. So why bring Gronk, him down here? Gronk looks slow, is slow, cannot move. Jesus struggles to move. Jeez. It's terrible. I, I 
I watched him. I watched him run a seam route on a Brady interception. Which, by the way, did you know? Fun fact. <laughs> Another fun fact for you here. Number four of the day. Tom Brady has more interceptions than Jameis Winston as of right now. Uh, yeah, he does. <laughs> At least on record, I'm sure Jameis has more picks than Tom in practice. But well, when he threw yeah. it, I was like, oh boy. Here we go. Well, he was trying to hit Gronk on a seam route, and, and Gronk, Gronk wasn't Gronk. What was what? Oh, so that was Gronk's fault. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Gronk, Gronk didn't stem the route right. He threw it where Gronk would normally have caught it back in his uh, younger days. But yeah, I mean, big NFL day. There was uh, one, two, three, four, fifteen guys, fifteen major injuries that occurred. So, yeah, Devontae Adams leave the game. It's gone, man. You had, you had Christian McCaffrey against the Bucks leave yep. at the end of that fourth quarter. And you had Tyrod Taylor who didn't dress. You had Cam Akers, a rookie from Florida State, he got hurt. Hopefully, this is not a trend because 2020 has already been a rough year. <laughs> we don't need NFL guys now going down left and right. You know, Chris Godwin didn't play yep. a lot. I mean, there was a lot of it's major a whole bunch. guys that. It's a whole yeah, bunch. went down or did not play on Sunday. Yeah, my cornerback Byron Jones, he left. He went up during the Bills game. He left with a Gordon injury. Like there was a lot of people that just went down, man. I know you're like that Byron doesn't matter, Jones, but yeah, Byron Jones went down because he didn't want to play anymore. Probably they're getting, they're probably getting their butt whooped. Well, yeah, we we did get our butt whooped, but that's not that's not the point. Yeah, Josh Allen was like, a lot I, to I, handle. Like I don't want to play anymore. Take me out. <laughs> get my butt whooped. Hell. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. We'll, we're gonna see how this how this. Pans out. Dak is definitely putting up some good numbers. We're going to see how this continues to go over. Uh, speaking of uh, going up Monday Night Football, who do you think you have? Oh, Let's give boy. it to the listeners before we get out of here. Who do, you, who do you got Monday Night Football, man? So Monday Night is a very interesting matchup because you got the Saints. They're favored yeah. by five five points or so right now still. Yeah. I expect the line to be bought down a little bit. I expect people to start flipping on the Raiders a little bit. Really? And, and maybe get to about four four points, maybe, maybe even three and a half by game time. Okay. Uh, no Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, high ankle sprain. <sighs> He's out for a couple of weeks. Uh, I think, you know, you saw the Bucks create almost a blueprint on how to slow Drew Brees down a little bit. They did. They, only, they held him to about 180 yards passing total on a ton of attempts. I mean, a lot of his passes went 46 yards max. Yeah. I think you see the Raiders try to duplicate that. And I think the Raiders are going to feed the ball to Josh Jacobs. Oh, I know, man. Feed the beast. Feed the beast. Go play action. Get the ball down the field. You know, John Gruden likes to uh, use formations. And Dan Waller, I think, is going to be a big a big key to this game. Right. But with that being said, I, I think the Saints squeak out a win. I think it comes down to Alva Kamara just making too many plays. I think I, I for sure – believe Alvin will be more involved this week than he was last week now with Michael Thomas not being there. Yeah. I mean, you know, Sanders got to step up. What do you think he's about... Got, he's a guy that got brought in. You think Joshua Jacobs is going to have a big game because, you know, last yeah. week he had that ankle stuff. Yeah, no, I, I think he bounced back pretty well. Yeah. I, I think there's a weakness in that in that Saints defense is, is run defense. I think they're really good at rushing the quarterback and playing yeah. passing defense. I think that the, the run is what they're suspect to. And I haven't I seen the stadium uh, either. That's you know that's I know it sounds bad. I'm like really interested to see the stadium. I know there's no fans. It's supposed to be lights out, yeah, Mac Daddy, top beautiful. top of the line. Yeah, I want to see this thing, man. What's it? Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, right? Allegiant Stadium, yeah. Our our, our guy Rosas 
is uh, committed yeah. to UNLV. They're playing at the same the same stadium. That's one of the big reasons why he committed there was uh, was because of the stadium, believe it or not. Who are you taking this game? What are your thoughts? I'm going to take the Saints. I'm still going to take the Saints because even though Michael Thomas is out, I, I like Kamara to have a huge, huge game tomorrow uh, and step up. And I know they're, they're going to be keen on him and stuff like that, but Drew Brees and that Saints, man, I, I can't bet against them. Until the Raiders really prove to me that they're really competitive, then, uh, then I'll give them some respect. But for right now, I really haven't seen them do anything. They paid $100 million to a coach for the next 10 years who kicked out so many people that this is a prove. To me, this is like you got to prove your year type or we're going to re- reconstruct this contract because you got to put up wins. You're, you're in the NFL. Promises and hopes and dreams don't. They don't last long, so I'm gonna go with the Saints. It just looked like they, I don't know, more of a, more of a team play. Like I don't know, man. They just looked like they got their stuff together when they played you guys. I've never seen them so focused before. You know what I mean? I don't know if they had a better game or what. Yeah, the last thing I'll leave you with is typically teams that travel to the West Coast and vice versa, West Coast that travel to the East Coast come out a little flat. They do with the, the be, jet just, lag or whatever it is. You know? Yeah, I'd be interested to see how New Orleans kind of adjust to that West Coast feel playing in in Las Vegas and, and how long it takes them to kind of get acclimated to the uh, situation. So we'll see. It'll be a good one for sure. It definitely will, and, and we're going to keep monitoring. You guys stay with On The Clock Radio. We Listen, that's all the time we got. Uh, we're going to have a great show for you on Thursday. we got to preview a whole bunch of high school football games. Uh, big matchups are going to be in the Tampa Bay area. We're also going to have a, a full-packed show for you. I, I don't want to give the details on it just yet. Um, it's going to be a great surprise. You're going to love it. Um, but thank you, George, for hanging out with me, man, for a little bit and talking some sports. Uh, if you guys got anything for us, let us know. Uh, I love talking with you, George. This is great, man. Yeah, it was definitely a blast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, go ahead and follow. Go ahead and find us on social media by searching On The Clock Radio. Visit our website at OTC sportstalk.com and until next time you're on the clock